This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> there you go. Can of sparkling, uh, sparkling water. I, that's, I didn't realize you had a vagina, Matt. That's cool. Uh, that's nope. very stunning I and just, brave of you. Sometimes you want to look a little bubbly and you don't want it to be a soda. You know, I've never energy, felt that in my life. Drink. Well, you know, sometimes you get to the point where you, 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 you drink soda and you feel worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never drink soda. It's horrible. Some, feel some, you drink some water and you feel better. So this is a meeting of the two. This is water and you... If, if, my brain thinks it's soda, but my mind knows it's water. What <laughs> what is what does your water taste like? It tastes like water. Oh. Abso pure you know is my, the brand. You know, you know what my water tastes like? Yeah, orange vaginas. One gallon. I said natural- this, I came up with this goddamn joke thirty fucking minutes ago, knowing you would ask me about this stupid can of dumb water. I bought it Schnooks for a bit on the podcast. All you have to do is ask me what it fucking tastes like, and it's a great show, great joke to start off the show. But no, you can't get pick up on any of my hints after five years doing a podcast together. You can't pick up any of my nonverbal hints and cues. No. Ask me again. <laughs> I've been, I'm sorry. I've been coughing. What's it taste like, man? Disappointment. There you go. Ha ha. So funny. It's a great joke. <laughs> we're doing anybody out there on a podcast doing a podcast. Don't try to do bit comedy on podcasts. It doesn't work, especially if, if your partner uh, has no sense of humor, has no comedic Please type. Please Anyhow, uh, oh my gosh! No, we. I know, I know, I know, Matt. Already, I just we're in it. I want to make sure we're recording because I'm. You think the weed is making me more paranoid? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is. It is. It is. No, I wanted you. Let's. Okay, so. Welcome to give that some thought. Hey, everybody out there in Audio Land, how you doing? We're here for another week. Um, Tripod yeah. Broadcasting's flagship show. Yep. <clears throat> We're here. We're we queer. We're no, not. we. <laughs> uh, brand new stuff hitting the uh, the network. Did you see this? Um, you In, told me about with it with business. Yeah, you told me about it. A little bit of business. So, <laughs> launching right now, and that was funny because you know my buddy was like, "Oh, you know, you think you know, want to like take listeners?" I'm like, "Look." And their show, their show's about like outdoors, like right. literally, it's about hunting, and you know, and I, and I, I'm like, our show is about what our show's about. Your show's about what your show's about. If there's a small segment of people that are into both, they're going to listen. Yeah. If, and if they're interested in yours, they're going to listen. If they're interested in mine, then they're going to listen. That's there's enough there's enough of the pie for everybody. But anyways, hooked on outdoors is on tripod broadcasting now. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. They talk about the outdoors. It's great. You know what would be, be great I, for this <laughs> kind of pot? And it's not... Um, hunting is not my thing. It's not mine either. Outdoor, no. Outdoorsman? No. Shipness? Yeah. Not you have thing. more of that than I do, though. What with your camping and all. Yeah, but that's... that's <laughs> it's, it's camping with quotes. Y- yeah, know, camping with... It's falling with style. It's cabin, yeah. it's cabin camping. Yeah. I think... And I, this is a podcast I would listen to. You you have two guys on. Right. On the podcast, and they talk hunting and whatever and camping and outdoorsman stuff. Right. And once a week, they have a segment. They bring somebody on for 30 to 45 minutes every week mm-hmm. that tells their best hunting story. Yeah. Yeah. And it, like an old timer. You know yeah. what I mean? Guy who's been on, you know, yeah. 50. He's been hunting for 30 years. For, well, for he's, he's seen 50 deer seasons. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That guy have that have that guy on the, a different guy on the podcast every week to tell their to tell one their that, one that got away story. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah I think it'd be great. great. But anyhow, hooked on outdoors. Um, I did. So he did ask me this too, and we'll play this and then we can move on. But he he was like, "Hey, do you want something at the beginning that says trap broadcasting?" I was like, "Yeah, I can drop it in because I've been editing for him and I've been helping him out a lot." Yeah. I said, "Well, I can drop it in." Um, and they're like, "Well, we have this guy. One of the guys on the show has a really deep voice." Really good voice, and you know, just thinking, thinking about maybe having him recorded if it's you know if it's all the same. I'm like, do whatever you want. I know I wasn't yeah. even sold, and you have it on there. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. And so this is what they came up with. Again, this is the second episode of their podcast. This is the intro. We're going to play the intro into the show, and it sounds amazing. It sounds amazing for dudes who just started. It really does because okay. you and I know the bumpy road that is getting sure. yeah. getting you know normal. Yeah, the bumpy road we're still on. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. This is a tripod broadcast. You are listening to Hooked on Listen Outdoors to that. Podcast, where we discuss everything hunting, fishing, and anything outdoors, with your hosts, Brett, Sky, Corey, and Rick. Hello, outdoor enthusiasts. Today, and so on and so episode. forth. Yeah, no, the guy's got a great voice. It's John B. Wells quality, in my opinion. It's 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 there. It's definitely A tier. It's not the S tier that uh, John B. Wells is, but it's definitely A tier. It's definitely top tier. Yeah, but actually, when uh, I heard that, I started thinking about some of those, other, and I was like, I was like, great voices of radio. Yeah, you know, because Rush, I really don't like Rush's voice. I mean, it was it was you know, it's tolerable, and he does what he does, and I I got massive amounts of respect for him. But Glenn Beck's voice was better. Howard Stern's, just in terms of just listening. Yeah. And and John B. Wells. John B. Wells is at the top for me. Well, there is an element to or was talk he radio. Like shit, no. There's an element to talk radio <laughs> that is the voice. Mm. But ultimately, that's only what gets you noticed. You have to be able yeah. to have a patter. You have to be able to stretch time. You have to be able to present the one thing you're talking about in multiple different ways for every you know the people yeah. that, are, that are tuning in and out. Anyway. My suggestion to them is they with your hosts and they list seventeen different people. <laughs> Be like with your host, so and so, one person, yeah, co-host, another person, another person, their speciality, what the wild card, whatever, yeah. But <sighs> it, it sounds a little ex- it's extended, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick with one host. Even this program, I, I'm, I'm not the host. You're the host. I'm the co-host. <laughs> That's true. It doesn't yeah. mean. That I don't do more for the podcast. I do. <laughs> yeah, like produce it, handle the hosting, handle bringing on other shows to the network. Yeah, all that stuff. You've been you've been involved in. You've been a big part of it, actually. People haven't been able to see, but you have been. It's it's you've been instrumental Matt, in years. bringing Hooked on Outdoors to the network for five years. 
I have, pres- <laughs> I have provided a space for us to do the podcast that don't include don't nag- fuck off. That's nagging true, wives yeah. <laughs> or kids making noise. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. You have you have housed the podcast. Yeah. You've given a home to the to the homeless, and that's mm-hmm. after all, that's what Jesus called us to do. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I have a couple of things this week, but uh, oh, and Pussy Pass News. I don't know if you saw this one. Pussy Pass News. Pussy Pass News. That's right. We haven't that's, had this segment in a minute. PPN. Pussy Pass News. That's right. We're better than CNN. Yeah. Uh, this is from New York Daily News, but. Uh, yeah, Pussy, Pussy Pass News, Bronx teacher who performed oral sex on 14-year-old gets 10 years probation, avoids jail, and keeps that teaching certificate. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't care who you are. But <laughs> exactly. I know. Like, and I didn't even say she, but it's... You, it's, can, you can get... A, oh, you, I know. You already know it's a she. Yeah. To avoid jail. Because it doesn't say... It's Pussy Pass. It doesn't say... Bronx teacher who raped their student. <laughs> yeah, that's a it good point, too. It says Bronx teacher yeah. who had sex with their student. Yeah. Okay. Who performed oral sex. Women who have sex. Female pedophiles. In news stories, they say they had sex with their student. Had sex with, yeah. Male pedophiles. They raped them. They raped them. Yep. When in reality, and, and this is the thing, the idea of consent, even as we all know it, and it's accepted, the mm-hmm. idea of consent... Uh, falls all over the place in every one of those stories. Yeah, just so just so people like that's what people don't understand. Oh, this reminds me of another a story I was reading about yesterday, the day before, that had me enraged. <laughs> um, More pussy pass news. Yeah, um, I, I I can't think of the lady's name right now. I won't call her. Do you remember I can't where think it was? Of the, the the person's name, but she was a um, a pastor hmm. and a um. I, I go to the story at some length. Let me look up her name real quick. Please do. I want to say it's Shannon something. Uh, you know what? Not a big deal. Here's yeah. She was a um, a pastor mm. and a singer. She did like small time, you know, little, little gospel evangelist stuff. type stuff. Yeah, from from New England. Um, in her forties. She groomed her niece mm. to give boys in the youth group blowjobs. Mm. Had her niece send mm. pictures, nudes to her that of she, herself. She then yes, then she then uh, uh, so she had nudes of her niece. Mm. Then gave those nudes out to boys in the church. Mm, that was nice of to her to make them do stuff. Coerced her mm. to have s- trade sexual favors with the boys with the boys in the youth group. Mm. That was and nice of her. She's basically running her her tiny sex ring. Her niece as a prostitute, right. in her church's youth group. This is a forty-five, forty-six-year-old like woman. Dad, woman. get the horseman. Just she, <laughs> she got off with probation. Mm. She has pro, she has to do like five years probation. Well, we wouldn't want it to ruin her life, man. No, it, it, sending her to jail would definitely ruin her life. It would. Yeah. We don't want to do that. Yeah. We don't want to do that. Yes. Yeah. Because you know, it, obviously, all this male privilege <laughs> floating around. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's, yeah. it's definitely, definitely, uh, men get to play by a, a different, a set, different of, set of rules. Set of That's rules. right. It's true. We do. They're called reality. <laughs> Women yeah. don't have to play by the rules of they reality. They don't. No, they don't. Hi, Meredith. <laughs> I don't think she's listening anymore. I think she. I think she's really put off by your last, your last rant. Oh, good. Um. I, I don't. Else. I don't want women doing. 
several, couple things I, off the top of my head I don't want women to ever do. Yeah, what's that? Vote or listen to this podcast. You don't need to. This is not for you. It's not for you. The things I say and the things I think are going to offend you. Uh, that's, yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she powers through somehow. And Esther, I think, uh, powers through too. I know. I was trying to look at this iTunes connect because there was some interesting stuff about our about our. Oh, we got into the review, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Did I tell you that? No. Let's read it. Another review on iTunes. We are going to read it. <laughs> One new review. Forgive that. Some thought. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. <clears throat> we can read read the review. The title of the review. They gave us one star, man. Cool. Out of five. The title of the review is not for me. And the text of the review says merely listens for 10 minutes. I assume they mean listened. Mm -hmm. Listens for 10 minutes and heard three racists comments. Well, there's only two of us. How could there be three racists? Well, I'm not sure. There's only two. There's... I'm sorry, iTunes reviewer. There's only two racists on this yeah, podcast, it's, not three. It's impossible for there to be a third. Yeah, no. Uh, three, yeah. Okay, so let me get this straight again. I'm going to read the whole sentence. Listens for 10 minutes and heard three racists' comments about black people. Mm-hmm. And that was on January 18th, 2020, uh, posted by Heather0404 from United States of America. Thank you, Heather, for writing into the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. I do. I do. It's constructive criticism. Not for me. We can read it and uh, and and improve. One star. If we'd but like to. One star, but then not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if it was not for you. It, that's like three stars. Don't review. No, just don't. Or don't review. Don't that's review. true, too. Yeah, or don't review. Yeah. If you're like, uh, you know what? I don't like this. Yeah, this not my not, cup of tea. This is definitely not something that I, 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 this is not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. It's not for me. Don't review it. Don't review it. That's right. Like, I'm not. I, I don't sometimes you'll go you know you'll go to a place and, and mm-hmm. Google will be like, Hey, rate the restaurant that's two two doors down. Yeah. Because it thinks that you're around that area. Yeah. Like if I'm in the same parking lot of a curves for women <laughs> I'm not going to and Google's like, Hey, how was curves for women? Yeah. Which you might do, yeah. I'm not gonna leave a review. For curves for women. Because it's not for me. <laughs> Bingo. I'm yeah. not going to review Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. it's not for me. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very good point. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to review intersectionality. Yeah. Because it's not for me. <laughs> I'm not going to review socialism. Again, it's Guys, not, it's not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. That's actually, in a broader sense, that's that's something that we really should all adopt on a larger scale. Because I was... At, at its core, it's... The things that you... It's very libertarian. Well, it's just... that Well, that's not for it, me. And it's core. The, the things that, that yeah. you wouldn't otherwise want to yeah. be in or in your be life. part of. Yeah. Just keep your damn mouth shut about it. Exactly. You know? Or, as you might say, it's not for you. It's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, we need a little bit more of that. Yeah. We do. We do honestly need a little bit more of that. Uh, I got... I, I finally... I broke my... I But once a month I do this, and I review it on the show, so I... We're going to do it again, Matt, and I apologize. But uh, I'm going to pull this up. I broke my rule again, and I engaged I engaged with, with the trolls, Matt. I fed the trolls. I threw my, my pearls before the swine masses. Where? I, uh, mm, I don't know if I want to tell you because it's that embarrassing. Uh, 
Zuckerberg's friendly platform. Okay. Mm, yeah. So what? So I woke up this morning. Uh, don't Never start, start your, your day. day. <laughs> By saying you woke up. It's a waste of your time. Suddenly, See, I, I was, was awake. awake. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled out the phone. And I was thinking about this too. I need to I need to put the kibosh on this. I gotta I gotta not check social media until I get in the grind for the day. Because what, what then what'll happen is what happened today. You'll see something, you get pissed off, and then you flick, fixate on it. And it yeah, and yeah. it's the rest of the day, and and not even just that. It's just a shitty way to start the day. It's like sh- yeah. starting this day with a donut. You know, it's just like the deliberate intention to put bad stuff in immediately. Yeah. You know, is mm-hmm. is more what my problem is. So, anyways, I wake wake up, see the status from a uh, somebody I grew up with. <clears throat> she says, LOL, at everyone who's more afraid of socialism than billionaires buying their way into elections. Don't try with me, she says. And I said, which I, th- I thought was actually very astute, pretty good insight, and fairly balanced, but anyhow. I said, socialism is slavery. Billionaires buying the election is par for the course. It's not right, but people choose the devil they know. Because apparently, and there, a lot of my radical Democrat, you know, sort of young Bernie bros are really pissed off about Bloomberg. I guess he's sort of surging in the polls. He's sort of being propped up by the media. They floated that idea of Hillary as his, his, his uh, you Which know, someone, VP. Someone brought that up to my attention today, and I was like, I explained to them what a float was Yeah, in, in the media. That's what a float is, yeah. A float is... And this one was so news- clear. Oh. Uh, From the time it was released, Saturday fucking morning. So blatant. So yeah, blatant. Oh, perfect it's timing. Yeah. Perfect timing yeah. for everybody to get together That's with their a float, families and, it's a float. and talk about it, and other people are talking about yeah. it, and we're all going to... And then on Monday morning... A little bit of tweeting about it. You get with your... Your your coworkers and you talk about it, yeah, right. Oh, Hillary, yeah. Bloomberg's gonna pick Hillary, yeah. And then everybody feels out mm-hmm. how if they feel. It's about a global the focus group, and people can't exactly. realize these it's, things. Yeah, no, it isn't. It, that's not news. That is a focus Glo- group. Global focus group. Yeah, exactly. And he he was like he was like Bloomberg. That like, he, he looks like he's gonna pick Hillary. Yeah. What like, about this? What about no, this? No, he's not. That yeah. is a float. Yeah. So uh, that's what I said. And in response to that, Christ, I don't even. And there's a ton of there's a, so the little link underneath my comment to expand the comments says uh, view 118 replies. Now we're not going to do that on this program for your sanity and for that of the listener. I am going to cherry pick a couple of things. Essentially, I'll break it down like this. I essentially made the argument that I don't want the healthcare or uh, I don't want the government involved in my healthcare because I think the government is an is an institution that is set up on coercion by force uh, and coercion through violence. And I don't want them involved in the most private area of my life, which is my health care. Yeah. Right. And to me, that's what I see as totalitarianism. But and let's remember where health care comes from. Yeah. Health care was founded by the government. The it quote, was. Quote, health care yep. was founded by the government. A hundred years ago, you either went to the local doctor who had yeah. been trained at a university to know about ailments. Or you knew your body well enough to keep your body alive or you died. Yeah. Harsh reality, but still reality. Yeah. And when it when hospitals went from the realm of nonprofit, yeah. Uh, Seventy years ago, hospitals were ran by three different groups: the Catholics, the Baptists, and the Jews. <laughs> this, As it should be in this country, no. at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
the Catholics, the Baptists, and the Jews. And it was, and to a much, much, much lesser extent, the Jews. Yeah. But it was the Catholics and the Baptists. The Catholics Baptists. were huge, yeah. The Catholics and the Baptists ran healthcare. 90% of healthcare, 90% of hospitals in this country. Yeah. And it wasn't until we said, you know what? We're going to get rid of, we need to regulate these charities, basically, taking care of healthcare. Yeah. And we need to regulate it. That's when healthcare costs skyrocketed. But, but because before then, healthcare, all healthcare was not for profit. No. It was not for profit. Yeah. And that is the root cause of our healthcare in this country and around the world yeah. and why it's so difficult to get proper healthcare. It's, and it costs so much. Yeah. It's because it is a for profit industry. And this is one thing where we've alluded to this before, but my social, my, there's an inner core of socialist Matt, and he doesn't want to let that idea go because right. some things the free market can't decide, and this is it. Some things you cannot monetize. Yeah, and if you monetize it, people it get is hurt. Cancer yeah. to your culture. Yeah, and healthcare is something you should never monetize. Healthcare and education, you do not monetize them. Yeah. Now, yes, before a hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, it was based on class, yeah. and that's not really any better. Yeah, it is to a certain extent, but not really. But to to st- stick in the system and say, oh no, we're going to socialize medicine. Yeah. Instead of getting rid of the real cancer, the real problem, which is it's a for-profit industry. Even if you socialize Medicare, you, it's still a for-profit industry. You still have companies in this system. All Bernie's plan does is raise taxes and pay for health care. Yeah. When he says he's going to socialize health care, basically he's going to put caps on how much you can be charged. Yeah. What's going to happen when these big... Big companies no longer are making that amount $5, of money. $5,000. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because of these caps. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? You're going to have massive amounts of layoffs. You're going to have doctors and nurses that are laid off. You Imagine if half the nurses in this country yeah, just got laid didn't off. have a job. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. What would those fat black women do? How would they pay for the pay for those expensive nail jobs that can barely type in the numbers on the computer? What's going to happen to them and their five kids? Don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful, Addison. Yeah. All it's going to do is cause massive amounts of layoff in the healthcare industry, and then what's going to happen? You're going to have much longer wait times for your healthcare. Yeah. We've seen it happen before. Yeah. No. In I, Canada, in the UK. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. I got well, it's it's all candidate. good, but you know, and so I got blasted pretty good because, and th- th- this is kind of something I wanted to pick up on too. I got blasted pretty good because people kept chiming in. Just random people that wouldn't even be involved in the thread would chime in and be like, "You don't know the difference between socialism and democratic socialism and and national socialism." And and yes, at, at a certain the first point, two are bad. The yeah. last one is good. <laughs> but at a certain point, I literally, I literally just chimed in and I said, "Okay." To everyone trying to split hairs on what you want to call this, I don't give a shit. Call it what you want. But Bernie can call it Barney the Big Purple Dinosaur's healthcare plan. I don't give a shit. I'm arguing about why I think it's a bad policy for me, my family, and for society. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't... Because there's like this hair splitting and they're like, oh, you don't get it. This is democratic socialism. This is... Because and, I did make the joke early on in the thread and I was like, okay, the old... 
it's not genocide because I, I called it something different yes. argument. Like because Real, that's what it is to me. It, and I really don't care what you want to call it. Yeah. You really I honestly you can call it Nazi healthcare. I don't give a shit. I'm arguing <laughs> seriously. I'm arguing about the policies. I'm arguing about why I don't think government should be involved at that level in our lives. I'm arguing about why we shouldn't subsidize medicine for people that have poor decisions. All of these points that I'm arguing have nothing to do with the fucking name. Personally, and they couldn't get it out of their heads. Personally, I want to call it <laughs> <laughs> Diet caffeine free socialism. Diet caffeine free socialism. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what they kept doing. But no, there's this one. Now with Splenda. That's right. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Uh, so this one guy keeps commenting. I'm not going to say his name, but he he was he's just hilarious. And he must have just been trolling. He replied to me a couple of times. Um, I roll to the max. If you're going to go on a crusade over genocide, because I said slavery, I said socialism is genocide because there's 100 million people body count, but let's try it again. You know, yeah. the easy argument, which is not even that great of an argument. I realize that what you're trying to do today, what Bernie's trying to do is is different in a lot of ways. But anyways. But, but, but the, thing, the, 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 the main point being is that socialism is... The f- one number one form of government when it comes to killing the most people over the shortest amount of time. Th- th- that's right. Yep. They, they're the world leaders. Socialism yeah. wins by far. Yeah. Yeah. It does. <laughs> that's the thing. There's not even, it's not even like a close second. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, this, this whole idea. And see, that, that's the thing too. Like, okay, well, if you do want to pick up at the name, then uh, how about pick a fucking better name other than the one that killed, uh, that has, that literally holds the world record yeah. for most people killed by an if ideology. If you took all monarchies like, in history <laughs> plus the Black pe- Plague combined, yeah, you still don't come only close. about 85 million. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he said, okay, I rolled to the max. If you're going to go on a crusade over genocide, start with the crusaders and religion. Which is the, he just assumed that, I'm Christian. That's where they yeah. always go. Yeah. That's where they always he go. He said, the fuck, does a the, the fuck does a hypothetical democratic socialist hybrid have to do with actual failed authoritarian socialism, not in a Western democracy? Fuck all, because you don't have a model for something that hasn't happened yet, you dingus. And I thought that was kind of neat. <laughs> like, Ding, dingus. <laughs> he, he, he tipped his every troll yeah. should, should, I think, in, in, in their course of their trolling. Yeah. Do one small hint to tip their hand to tell you he's trolling. Yeah. And Yadingus. Yadingus. John C. <laughs> Riley from Tim and Eric Awesome Show doing his, uh, what is it, For Your Health. Yeah. The doctor, he played the retarded doc. He plays a retarded doctor on an adult swim television show. Yeah. And then, but he, he had another one that was really good. Let me see. Yadingus. Oh. Well, we so we kept going back and forth. Uh, what we would do is democratic socialism, limit your autonomy and freedom, blah, blah, blah. And then he, he just chimes in again, again, not replying to anything, just chimes in again, this gentleman. Uh, and he says, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I don't know why any of y'all are wasting time, are wasting, he meant wasting time, but he said, wasting typing a single letter about this clown. Get fucked, Addy boy, he says. <laughs> I always wonder if it's like Colin, this is just, he changed his name or something, because this is, <laughs> get fucked, Addy boy. Yeah, that's what, you know, it, 9 a.m. I'm trying to convince myself to get in the shower. This is what I'm dealing with. He continues on. There's a bunch more comments. I'm going back and forth. Oh, he, he chimed in again. I got to find this other one. It's too good. Would you find it? it I will address his argument. Yeah. He, he brings up the Crusades as though that were, and they always do. Like, the church killed so many yeah, people exactly. over so many times. Yeah. Well, let's, okay, you say the church but what you really mean is the theocracy that is the church. Yeah. So let's take all the theocracies in the world. Let's take Islam. Let's take the Catholics. Let's take, you know, let's go all religious theocracies, you know. Let's 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 look at them all in history. Impossible. It's a stupid argument to make. Oh, here it is. <laughs> simply because, and let me finish my thought here. Simply yeah, go because ahead. 
that the the crusades weren't about spreading religion. And if we're going to frame it in terms of religion econ- killed people, economics or governmental types, the the crusades were about one thing and one thing only. I've talked about this on podcasts before. The crusades were about controlling the silk road. Had nothing to do with reclaiming the Holy Land. That was how they framed it to the <laughs> plebs in order to get them to give them money and and support the war and sacrifice their lives. Yeah, for the to, to go to the, the Holy Land. It was never about uh, uh, Christendom, kick, the Christendom, or kicking the, <laughs> the 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 Muslims and the Jews out of Israel. It was only about securing the Silk Road. Yeah. So if we're looking at, in terms of governmental or at least market terms. What was happening here was the fascist Catholic Church yeah. was trying to take over the free market of the Silk Road. Yeah. We had a totalitarian And Jesus government. happened to be a handy excuse. Jesus was the propaganda yeah. for the whole, whole business. <laughs> so we have a totalitarian government trying to stifle a free market enterprise. Yeah. That's okay. There that's we go. That's what the Crusades were. Yeah. That's what, the, that's what the Crusades were. Yeah. It wasn't the church trying to kill Muslims and brown people. No, it was the fascists in Italy, surprising how how often fascism... <laughs> fascism is in Italy, yeah. How popular it is, yeah. generation to generation yeah. in Italy. Delicious mozzarella, every, but they, they're, they're totalitarian every other there. Every other generation. Yeah. The fascists. Yeah. <laughs> it was about them trying to really stifle the, 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 the trade. Now, yeah. fascism is, is not at all like socialism, but it is a form of... Totalitarianism. Give give us everything you have or violence. Yeah. Do what we say or violence. Yeah. That's authoritarianism. Yeah. Here was his, his last <laughs> comments. <laughs> Again, just chimes in. He says, <clears throat> tags me, Addison Todd. Eat shit. You are nobody. I don't give a fuck about your opinions or assessment on well thought out arguments. Because because the, the, the and he's saying that because the comment before this, he said uh, on the real, fuck this dude, and engaging on clowns like this. Zero heart and minds to change. Time better spent doing virtually anything else. This bozo gets hard arguing his laughable nonsense. And I said, and my reply to that was, thank you for your intellectual and well-thought-out argument. <laughs> and that's when he said, eat shit, you're nobody. I don't give a fuck about your your opinions or assessment on well-thought-out arguments. Ha, 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 ha. You're on a silly website. Go change the world with your posts. Ha, 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 ha. He's on the same silly website. Exactly. And yeah. all he's trying to do... And posting is, much sillier things. <laughs> all he's trying to do is get upvotes so he doesn't get match you with an argument. He doesn't refute your argument. He simply makes fun of He simply makes fun of you. Yeah. And we all know that that's like the number one playbook or you know, number one play in the book. Yeah. When you have no argument and you don't know what you're talking about. And here's... it. And uh, he says, the dirty left doesn't give a fuck about you about your high road bullshit, get fucked, good luck with your online campaign of libertarian talking points and high road neoliberal elitist smug nonsense. There's thousands of you and great millions words. of us. It's a great word salad that salad that means, that means nothing. nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, but then somebody tagged in, by the way, I guess they went and looked at my profile. Somebody in this conversation. And this guy jumped in out of the clear blue. I'm just going to read it and get your thoughts on it. He says, hey, everyone who wants to debate this dork. Mm. That's how he starts off. He is a Stefan Molyneux fan, 
uh, yeah, this is and again in a totally banal. I'm just having a conversation about socialism on this. That pearl this is what clutching guy, intensifies. Yes, is what this guy chimes in chimes in with. <laughs> he is a Stefan Melanie fan, and it's not worth a second more of your time. Not at all. No, no more time. <clears throat> Uh, Stefan Molyneux is a sexist, white supremacist, uh-huh. conspiracy theorist yep. who believes in the, quote, great replacement theory mm. and uses his platform on YouTube with a subscriber base of over 600,000 to further these views. Stefan Molyneux has said, quote, the whole breeding arena of the species needs to be cleaned the fuck up, end quote. It does. <laughs> Uh, screaming, uh, quote, screaming racism at people because blacks are collectively less intelligent is insane, end quote. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that one entirely. You probably do. Do not? Well, it is, it is insane. It is insane. You're, you're telling a group of people that they can't point out obvious differences among group types. Right. And what you're doing is isn't isn't making an argument. Yeah. You're calling them a name. Yeah. Which we've all collectively and unconsciously agreed upon is, is the, the worst, worst thing, thing yeah. in the world the worst. that you could be called. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason we've bought into the propaganda that being called a racist is the or, or a bigot mm-hmm. is the worst thing you could it's possibly be called. Yeah. But they're not refuting your argument. If someone says, if you make a clever, well-thought-out argument that doesn't resort to name-calling yeah. or demeaning yeah. others, and somebody, the only thing they you use to refute you is saying, that's racist, that's racist yeah. you've won the argument. And they've, they've ad- admitted to you that they have no, that all that yeah. they have to do all that they have to lean back on in their argument is the labeling was well, is a label that we've all agreed to be frightened of. Yeah. 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 Well, and see that. So that, that screaming racism by people because blacks are collectively less intelligent. Yet these people insane. at the same time will say, Oh, well you're, you're appealing to, to God as a supreme authority. You fool. Yeah. You fool. He's, he's some imaginary man in the sky. You've just made up. And you're going to say that, that, that you're going to do what he says. Yeah. Because, and you're going to appeal to his authority. You're going to say homosexuality is wrong because you read it in the Bible. Don't you know God's not real? We just made him up. You're insane. You're yeah. insane. Yeah. Well, well, the same level of argumentation it takes to say, I believe homosexuality is wrong because it's in the Bible instead of I believe homosexuality is wrong because it's abomination against nature itself. Yeah. Natural law. Yeah. Is, is the same you made the same argument. That's, yeah. You know. Well, and I, and, and I, I won't necessarily Which attempt. no argument. If these are direct quotes from Stefan, I didn't look them up. They might be. I am not necessarily going to defend them. But I, I, I will say about this idea, screaming racism at people because blacks are collectively less intelligent is insane. I have listened to a lot of Stefan. And I would say, again, I'm really not trying to defend him, but the idea is that we have to push back against this narrative, like you're saying, that, that the racism is the, is the end of the argument. And it's like, oh, well, that's racist, so now we can't talk about it anymore. Yeah. When in reality, if there are actual problems, right, like, you know, inner cities, ghettos, poverty, people don't have health care, if there are actual problems, some of the reasons why those are the case might be because people are different. 
That's racist. And it, well, it is, but that's that's what we should that's that's what we should look at. And it's it's not wrong to say. It's never been wrong to say that. Like like uh, what was that? Was that dude from a couple years ago that made all the headlines and broke a bunch of records? Usain Usain Bolt or whatever he was, fastest land land. Uh, uh, yeah, in the Olympics and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I would never be able to do that. It is not going to happen. If I trained every waking moment, I wouldn't be able to do that. And yet, you're suggesting that it's not genetic. And it's like, I, it is. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything at all. Go, like, watch, go watch the finish line at any major international marathon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there's going to be a handful of... Some folks and a vast majority of others, yes. and that yes. th- that's fine. Like no one is saying that that is a problem. The like the, the the people, and in particular, I would say Stefan, the people that that look at these things and bring them up and get called racist are simply saying maybe those differences are there for a reason, and yeah. maybe as a society we can all capitalize on them so that we are all in the place that we that we can flourish and prosper. Yeah, because guess that's what? That's it. Guess what? The Ugandan team yeah. running in the Boston Marathon. <laughs> They're one generation removed from having to outrun lions. Yeah, yeah. Okay? The 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 25-year-old who's been running marathons since she was a kid. Yeah. Who's who's from the Bronx? Yeah. And white? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Not one generation. Try try 5,000 years removed, removed from, from having to outrun lions. To outrun a lion. On yeah. a daily basis or yeah. to live. Yeah. Okay? So her genetic aversion or her genetic propensity yeah. for to not be good at <laughs> not being food for another animal yeah. is thousands of years removed and it's diluted. Very low. Yeah. Diluted. Yeah. Whereas the Ugandans, it's it's very fresh genetic memory of yeah. we could possibly be prey if we don't not constantly be able to run yeah. and outrun things. Yeah. Yeah. It's simple science. Yeah. It's simple biology. Yeah. As uh, Learned traits and behavioral traits weaken if they're not exercised. Yeah. And people in South Saharan Africa or Sub-Saharan Africa have certain genetic traits that people uh, in Indochina don't have. But people in Indochina have things that Europeans don't have. (sighs) Frustrating myself at this point. Yeah. I did post another quote of his here. The evil that women are capable of and the evil that women do, not all women, but the evil that women do is generally invisible to society, which is why there's so much violence in society. Mm-hmm. And that was some quote from one of Stefan's vids. So, yeah, I just thought it was funny, like the balls to. Now, I will go down. If I'm, if I'm in, going back and forth with somebody, I will tap on their profile and say, okay, what are they? They're married. They're, you know, yeah. they're a Trump fan, whatever. You know, get my basic kind of, you know, thumb on the on the pulse uh but yeah then he, he even screenshot my post where i had shared one of stefan's vids and uh and he's like nobody needs to listen to this racist yeah it's just bananas dude and and the only thing i replied to it which was totally odd like i said i was like i was like i certainly won't defend everything that stefan said um i haven't listened to everything that stefan said i there are some things i like about it and I even said this and it was it was actually really helpful when he finally noted it because earlier in the chat I had already agreed with several points that Bernie Sanders makes. That's what I'm trying to do. When I engage on Facebook and just go on this little rant and we can be past this, but like when I do this, I'm trying to shake up the way that you think about things. 
Because I want you to see me or see something I say or see something I believe and think that I'm a Trump supporter and then realize I'm not because I'm able to think for myself. It's like this. If you want to say he agrees with Stefan and Stefan has said some to you really racist things, he must be a racist. We got to stop doing that. Yeah. We opened these floodgates of everybody has a YouTube in their hand 24-7. Everybody's scrolling a Facebook and an Instagram 24-7. Okay? It, it goes back to the old, you know, the meme from Twitter when people would post on Twitter and always say, uh, retweet does not equal endorsement. Like, my, my, me sharing a Stefan vid doesn't mean I'm endorsing Stefan. It means I'm thinking, hey, the argument he made in this video is pretty good. And that's the same thing people should do with almost everything. And that guilt, this guilt by association where it's like, he's a white supremacist, you're a white supremacist, you're a white... Like, we're all... What, what was it a couple years back uh, went around Facebook? We're all six degrees removed. There's six degrees of separation. So, fuck off. We're all related to somebody that hates somebody else. So we can fucking drop it now, yeah. okay? Like, that doesn't make me a racist. That doesn't make me a, fem a sexist. Like, any of these things. You know what I mean? We've lost that in the internet day. It's, you like Lena Dunham, so you must hate men. Mm -hmm. well, maybe you just like some of Lena Dunham's shit, and maybe you don't listen to her politics. That's possible, you know? I don't know. Anyhow, I'm going to drink out of my gallon. What do you got for me, Matt? What, what was it, it kept a couple years ago? It was, will you renounce or denounce? They kept have, trying to get, these journalists kept trying to get gotcha moments on people. They would say, well, oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You endorsed, or you, you were quoting somebody on Twitter and then they said this other thing, totally not related. Yeah. But because person A yeah. retweeted person B, and then person B went then and years said some later, other, yeah, said something else controversial that Nivarious, people didn't like. Yeah. What was it? Will you renounce? Will you denounce? I don't remember exactly what you're talking they, about. But well, no, yeah. they would use the phrasing. Do you? Will you? Re, do you renounce? You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. And person B, as a racist, what the you know. Yeah. Basically, will you divorce yourself from this person just because they said one thing? Yeah. Maybe in in poor taste, or that was misconstrued. Yeah. Or they simply their their beliefs had changed personally. Yeah. And so you're forcing this person who's a public figure to basically grovel in front of the um, public stage the, or whatever. Yeah, you the public in front of the public sphere and say, "I'm sorry." Yeah. Because. I, when I did that action, was well within the bubble that is accepted behavior. Yeah. And the bubble is shrinking. And now that action is outside the bubble of acceptable behavior. Yeah. And so I have to retroactively apologize for, for what I did yeah. in the past because other people's opinions about what the rules should be have, have changed. changed. Yeah. And they've been able to browbeat and kowtow everybody else into agreeing with them. And that's intellectually Simply dishonest. because 98%, 99% of the people that will agree with them just want to say, yeah, I agree with you, and then go on the rest of their day. Yeah, have the emotional masturbation. Because if you say, <laughs> no, I disagree with you to this the person that's forcing the bubble to be smaller, yeah. they're going to berate you and dox you and do everything they can to, to, to browbeat you into submission and acquiescing to to their moving the goalposts of what is acceptable. <coughs> and now we're getting to the point in our society, and this will happen in the next couple of years. It's probably going to happen in 2022-2023. Maybe even as soon as 2021, which I hope, because that's when it will have the biggest effect. Right after Trump uh, is inaugurated again, it will have the biggest effect. You don't think, you don't think Bloomberg's going to win? 
No, I don't. <laughs> It'll have the biggest I don't think Bloomberg thinks Bloomberg's going to fucking win. It's going to have the biggest effect if it happens then. But the circle, the circle of what's socially acceptable that f- since the 1960s has been shrinking. shrinking. Yeah. And in the past five years has begun shrinking even faster and getting even smaller and smaller is that those people doing the shrinking mm. will 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 have to be forced will be forced into hiding because everybody else who's been pushed outside of the group of of being okay yeah right and now that that circle has shrunk to basically just black trans women <laughs> yeah okay. and Jews on Twitter and Jews on Twitter because yeah. allegedly those are the two most marginalized groups yeah exactly yeah. What's going to happen is they're going to go in their holes and shut the fuck up for about a generation. And that the circle of what is acceptable on the internet will then expand back, back open to reasonable normal Are we going to get our Pepe's Rage Faces back? We will get our Pepe's back. <laughs> we won't get Rage Comics back. When they're, they're never funny to begin with. <laughs> Fair point. But you... Our Pepe's will come back. Yeah, you will be able to, if you see a young urban youth walking through Walmart, you'll be yeah. able to hey say... Son, pull your pants up. Okay, good. Wow. And people, people will be like, "Yeah, pull your pants okay. up, dude." Awesome. Yeah. 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 Hey, turn, turn your speaker down. Yeah, exactly. Your radio's too loud. Yeah, turn roll your windows up. Yeah. No, no one needs lights under the car. Oh, and by the way, that one's not even racial. If you if you have lights under your car and you think they're anything other than please pull me over, you're fucking retarded. Don't change the subject. Yeah, sorry. We got into culture. So it's going to blow back open. You really think so? You really think the pendulum's going to swing the opposite way? Because I've heard people say that, and I, I don't do. know if I agree. I, I do. I do. I I, th- I don't know, man. No. They're, start, they're trying to legislate it. Don't you think? Like, don't you think they're just going to outright criminalize these things they're calling hate speech? Don't no, you think they'll a, just put the kibosh no, on at a certain At a certain point, there there will be pushback. There always will be. And when Trump gets reelected, I think you're <laughs> going to see the complete demoralization of the left, especially the extreme left. Your Bernie Sanders crowd. I don't know, you think? It happened with Ron Paul. It happened with Ron Paul in 2012. And for eight years, the people who, the, the Tea Party mm. conservatives yeah. went away. All but the extreme minority in Washington that then became the Ted Cruz's of the world. Yeah. Who are now dead center of the Republican ticket, right? Yeah. And doing what Trump wants. Yeah, can't can't get Trump's balls out of their mouth. <laughs> But I think what you'll have is 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 a a bit of a reprieve. The next Democrat to be elected will be probably blue collar union ticket. That's how he'll win. It'll be a moderate. It won't be socialized health care. It won't be free education for all. It will be like it'll be make America great again. But whatever blue slogan. It'll be it'll be jobs, jobs and social social uh, systems. Yeah, jobs and. Protecting our families. That's what it'll be. I hope you're right. I don't think you are, though. But that's the ne- that's just the next Democrat to get elected. Yeah. I don't think that we see this go to an extreme because they got their ass kicked by literally the person that they made fun of. Right? <laughs> and tried to... The literal caricature of all the things be easy. they say that the conservatives in this country are. They got beat. They're going to get beat even worse. In the it's looking election. like it. They're going to say, see, you did this. Right. They're going to yell and scream and say, see, you did this. Right. They're going to be completely demoralized. 
and they'll yell and scream for a bit. Most people will be like, oh, well, we tried. Has <laughs> his first ter- his f- first t- term, like all these terrible things that the media told us he was doing and and all the terrible things he was about really didn't happen. Yeah. Right. He's the the apocalypse that that was going to happen because of Donald Trump, black trans women literally being slaughtered in the streets. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And then you will get a pushback on all these people shouting and screaming. Right. That they're marginalized. You're going to get pushback on them and they're going to told, shut the fuck up. No one is oppressing you. Yeah. No one is oppressing you. There's been an equation in these intersectionality politics in the past 20 years that if you can't change the rules yourself, if, well, let me phrase it differently, is that if you can't personally dictate the rules that other people have to live by, they're oppressing you. Simply that the person who is the most marginalized, which is a term I hate to use, but the person who is the most marginalized is the person who should be making the rules for everybody. And if that isn't happening, then they are being oppressed. Okay? Yeah. No. The majority in this country elect the people who then make the rules for everyone. And the system is fair. Simply because you don't know how the system works and can't use the system to your own benefit makes you a fool. It doesn't make you oppressed. oppressed. Yeah. Or attacked. It, it means you don't understand the, situ- the system under which you live. And I think we're going to see pushback by normal everyday people who are tired of being told by they're Don racist. Lemon that they're racist. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a big thing, because dude. Because they're I not. Mean, because they're not. Yeah, exactly. But if you tell somebody, you're this thing, you're this thing, you're this thing, you're this thing, eventually they're either going to acquiesce and say, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Or they're going to fight back and say, no, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I am not. Yeah. I am not. Prove to me how I am. And all you need is enough people saying, no, I'm not. Yeah. Prove to me. Okay. So I'm racist. Tell me how that's bad in this scenario. Right. Is it healthy racism or is it good racism? <laughs> and yes, there is. Yes. Just like there's healthy hate and good hate and healthy love. Right. Right. And, and love that is evil. Yeah. Anything taken to a max. Should have used the word toxic. Okay. But anything taken, an taken to an extreme word. can be evil. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But to say, hey, this is a mostly black area, black neighborhood in a in a low income area. Yeah. I'm going to lock my car doors. Yeah. And except except for the one dude like on that status, that's that's really and why I I, I think something kind of clicked because, like I said, it happens about once a month. It really does. Something kind of clicked in my head. And I was like, I'm going to try that because I know people I know who this is. I know who all her friends are on her feed that are going to see this, and I know who's going to jump in. You know, I, I like I know I know what I'm going for, and I really tried to present my argument as because because the 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 Bernie bro, and I I kind of hate that term, but that is just a general applicable term. The Bernie bro, Colin does this a lot too. They do this thing where they immediately tie whatever they're talking about the healthcare the college whatever all, all these different policies they immediately tie it to empathy and then and then cling to this moral high ground of you don't have empathy for people who are struggling or whatever or women or blacks or whoever fill in the blank and it's like 
No, I I don't think that anyone should get any more or less empathy in a system than I get. And th- this is my argument against healthcare. It has almost little to do with the idea of 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 socialism and nothing to do with the idea that healthcare should be fixed in this country because it absolutely should. That's something you and I have said on this program for years. But don't tell me that I don't care about people because I don't want universal health care. That has nothing to do with it. I don't want government involved in my personal life decisions and the decisions I make for my children and for my family. That's it. That's, that, to me, is authoritarian government taking the place and the role that I should have as a, as a free and autonomous individual. It's taking something from me to do that. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with, you don't want people to have health care. No, I never said that. I never said that. And the purpose of government isn't to feel. Yeah, exactly. The pur- that's that's the, what the, I got into the, on the status. The purpose of government is to legislate. They're not legis- and they're not legislating a morality. Yeah. yeah. They, they should not, because that's what they did, the whole billionaire thing. Because I told them, I said, well, at this point in the argument, there's only, well, there's le- only a couple of answers you guys have. Legislation, legislation should be reinforced by a certain morality. Yeah. By morality. Sure. We yeah. need, we, the, the whole por- But that should be what's best well, for the, everyone, no, should the, it the not? The whole purpose of legislation <laughs> is to say this is bad and this is good. Yeah. This is what we need to do and we're going to make rules about how we can go about best doing the good things and not doing the bad things. Yeah. That's basic legislation. Okay. So all governments, all bureaucracies, at a certain point are... Uh, legislating off of a, a, a fixed or shared morality. Yeah. Just full stop. That's what's going on. But empathy is not morality. No, it's not. Empathy is the ability to say, I understand the situation and I feel for you in the situation. Okay? Yeah. It's the ability to place yourself into somebody else's shoes mm-hmm. and saying, wow, that must suck. And to have a certain emotional... Um, or a certain a uh, action towards them that lets you know that they're not ostracized because what they're going through. Yeah, empathy is 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 feeling for your fellow man. It's putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and then treating them the way you would want them want to be treated. But the idea that you don't get socialism because socialism is about empathy but, is oh, horseshit. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so the family of immigrants who are trying to cross the border into the United States. Yeah. I understand. Father doesn't want to see his kids grow up in the system and in the culture that abused him mm-hmm. and took advantage of him yeah. and made him basically a slave. The mother doesn't want the, the same thing. She doesn't want her, her kids to be subjected to the horrors that she had to go through. Mm-hmm. Right? The kids are just doing what their parents yeah, have decided. Along. Yeah. I totally understand, and I feel for that. And if if I had kids, and I was in a system that you know, living like in Ferguson, where it's just a bad neighborhood, yeah. I would want to get out. Yeah, which is why when I see black people at my Walmart that I go to, you know, I'm like, oh, it's turning into the ghetto, and it is. But the reason it is is because they don't want to live in North County. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can empathize because I don't want to live in fucking North County either. (laughs) Yeah. So I can empathize with that. Okay, well, they want to live here in St. Charles. Yeah. Where I've lived all my life because it's so fucking great. It's so much better than the ghetto than where they came from. Yeah. 
and that's fine. And I can feel for them. However, if that Mexican family crosses the border and then is like, well, we're just going to do the same thing we did in Mexico. Yeah. Guess what? You're not coming to the United States. You're bringing Mexico with you. Yeah. Okay. So if you're going to move to St. Charles and not act like you grew up in St. Charles, (laughs) you're not getting, you're not leaving North County. You're bringing it with you. And that's the problem I have with, with, with seeing black people at my Walmart, the Walmart I go to (laughs) is I've gone, I've been going to that Walmart for 30 years. (laughs) Yeah. 30 years. I used to work at that Walmart. Okay. And when the black people came from North County and settled into St. Charles, they didn't, they changed that Walmart. They brought North County with them to that Walmart and to that area. Yeah. They didn't leave it behind. And so I don't empathize with them because they're not really trying to build a better life for themselves. I can empathize with the, their flight. Yeah. But that's where the empathy stops. Because if you simply enter a new system bringing with you the old, this, the old destructive habits of the old system, then you're going to destroy the new system. And you haven't moved for any valid reason. You, no, you yeah. haven't. You, yeah. you, you haven't at all. And, and the I idea. Know, but, let me, let me f- f- finish my, my thought here because I brought it in a, an element I didn't mean to. Yeah. But empathy at its core should never, ever make a decision about legislation because it's the think of the children argument. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. the think of the children argument is that eventually, and it's the same logical fallacy as the Nazi argument. Eventually, every argument on the internet devolves into calling somebody else a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because. Eventually, it's and it's the same as, as calling somebody a racist. All you're doing is appealing to an uh, emotional authority that everybody has agreed upon is bad. Everybody has agreed upon, we need to do things for the next generation, and we do. Yeah. But to make a logical argument based on an appeal to emotions and some, some sort of agreed upon um, safe word is, is, is ludicrous. It's idiocracy. So to say that you you know you you are opposing this system because you don't have empathy for other people is in and of itself moot the argument because empathy should never enter into a system when it, an argument when it comes to how will we legislate our morality? Yeah, because empathy ultimately is a feeling, and that's the whole point of what I'm what I, this five minute rant is. <laughs> Empathy is you putting yourself in a perspective of somebody else's emotional state. It is you trying to feel how they're feeling. Yeah. It is in and of itself emotional masturbation. It's a circle. It can be positive emotional masturbation. Yeah. Much like this show. <laughs> That's true. But yeah. it's still emotional masturbation. Yeah. You're, you're still... You're, yeah. You're just doing what I'm doing right now with filling air. Well, so that's... And, and, and finally, I... And back to before you got off track <laughs> about empathy, because this argument about the Bernie Sanders and the healthcare and the college and everything is, is oh, you don't have any empathy for anybody else. That's why you can't understand socialism. So you can understand our Bernie happy dream. And and I said, I said, and this is what I said to the guy here, and this has always been my point. I said, government's job is not to make moral judgments for our lives. 
for example, because this guy made this point, and he actually, I was looking for the original comment to read it. He, he had, he's deleted them since then, so who knows? But, but uh, because he he said if you have if anybody has a billion dollars and is able to go to sleep at night knowing that people are starving, they're they're an evil dragon. That's mm-hmm. what he said. And I said I said government's job is not to make moral judgments for our lives. For example, if you're a billionaire, billionaire, you're a dragon. That might be true. See, because that's and that's why this ideology is so dangerous. Because the idea. That if you have a billion dollars and can go to bed while people are starving, you're an evil dragon. I'm kind of on board with that. That may be tough. I, I don't manage your money for you. I, that's that's a that's I'm not here to to sign off on that behavior. Is what I'm saying, right? But that might be true. <coughs> Me and the socialist might agree on that. But government's job is not to legislate that position. I don't want them to do it for my finances. I don't want them to do it for my sexuality, and I don't want them to do it for controlled substances. Like. I, th- I thought this was because for 20 years now, I've heard Democrats say that Republicans want to tell a woman what to do with her body. And like just the strongest message ever right here in middle America. That's all I've heard for 20 years yeah. about how horrible Republicans are. And I'm like, never mind the fact after six weeks, it's, it's two bodies. Two bodies. Yeah. In fact, yeah. And all that aside anyways. But like, I, and this has been my position on this whole thing. I don't want the government to legislate that just as much as I don't want them to legislate health care. Yeah. Like, why is the Bernie bro? Health care is for me. This is it. We're helping people. It's good. Bring the government in to solve my personal problem. Right. That's the open door. But it's like. Oh, if the government should should suggest that we legislate abortion, I'm autonomous. I must do what I want. It's like okay, well then we gotta have one or the other because either you're down with government in your life and legislating it for healthcare and abortion, or you're not. Yeah, and that's what I don't and and because there's this hair splitting of all this stuff. What is that? Why is it? Oh, well that's because Colin did the same thing today. I sent him that article about the the PBS Frontline. Because the Washington Post opinion guy, he he ended it and basically said, um, we have given Amazon all this control. He's absolutely right. He's like, we, we have given Amazon all this control and at what cost? We like getting our packages tomorrow, but is it really worth them spying on everything we do? He fucking says that. And that's the truth. That's the truth. And and I told Colin, I was like, I was like, this, but but you're totally on board with that. And he's like, oh, I'm not on board with spying. And I was like, then how could you possibly invite the government into your health care? in any level whatsoever. And as a matter of fact, whatever level they're involved in now with my healthcare, they can get the fuck out yeah. as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? Just, it's evil or it's not. I don't, why are we hair splitting? I'm thinking of the... Jews? <laughs> no, for once, actually. <laughs> for once. They've escaped my mind for the yeah. evening. It's quite nice. Yeah. yeah. Much like they escaped six, <laughs> don't six stop. million no. of them. <laughs> I'm gonna beep that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna beep that. Okay. We right. have future. I'm, it can be our personal joke, and everybody that can listen can wonder what you said. But I gotta pull it out. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. I don't want to get die. I have kids, Matt, and only one firearm right right now. Right now, get more. But we, I just I don't want to. You know, you never know. Folks, we, be crazy. Well, you need to get the girl one too. I. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, he's got his, and now she's got has a handgun. She yeah. have one too. She should. Yeah. Listen. Well, I was talking about the morality and the hair splitting. Why is why is one okay? Why is it government? Please come in. Oh, and no, wipe I, my I, ass I, when it comes I, to healthcare. I, I, but I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You talk about Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon and the whole spying. Yeah, and how we've made that choice. So nothing new. 
what Amazon is doing right now, Google did 10 years ago. Yeah. And Amazon is and just what, butthurt what, that, what, that what the government Google, paid somebody else for it. What Google did 10 years ago, the NSA did right after 9-11. Yeah. Okay. It's not... And, and the FBI was doing... <laughs> Before that. 70 yeah. years ago. 50 years ago. Okay. It's not, not surprising at all. No. No. At all. So what is the next evolution of that? If you talk about Amazon spying. Yeah. Government getting involved in healthcare. Mm. The big, the biggest thing right now in, in tech and really in, to any company is data collection mm-hmm. and data aggregation. Yep. How can you manipulate a person's data to sell them a For product? For profit. Yep. Right? And 10 years ago, it was, how can I get my product in front of only people who want to buy my type of product? Yeah. And pay the littlest amount possible yes. for that. Yeah. That problem has been solved. Yes. Okay. Through through metadata. Yeah. Which all governments and all large almost all, all companies, large companies collect yeah. or buy. Yep. We know this. So Amazon can market to you directly. Yeah. The products you want to see, and they know more about you than you do. They know when <laughs> what time to suggest something to you. Yeah. They know. When to make sure that you see a Tampax ad yeah. on your phone, right? <laughs> yeah. They know when to... They, they, they know. The, Amazon knows what time of day you, you should see a certain ad to make yeah. you buy that thing, mm-hmm. right? And you, when you shop and why you you're, shop. You're and, a half mile away driving from Mickey D's and Amazon knows it's been four hours since you ate. All of a sudden, you're looking at, you see a Mickey D's ad on your phone. Yeah. And then, oh, you see the golden arches in the distance. And you're like... Mm. <laughs> well, get me one of them double quarter pounders with cheese. Yeah, I don't fuck with McDonald's anymore. Uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Only rallies. But you gave me rallies, man. That's, and the blacks. Beautiful. Dude, by the way, have, have you been going there? It's all blacks in there. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Black folks love rallies. Hold on. But what if you took that same model of metadata yeah. and targeted advertisement? Only it was healthcare. Hmm. Go on. Big Daddy Healthcare mm. or whatever multi huge conglomerate healthcare conglomerate would come out of the Sanders Sanders administration, which that's what it would be. It wouldn't yeah. be socialized, you know, the government running stuff. All of a sudden you would have this huge corporation that would rise up to the top yeah. and be running things and the government would subsidize that organization. Much like the Federal Reserve. Exactly, right? Yeah. And we would say the Federal Reserve Bank yeah. when it's not actually a bank. Or the Reserve or Federal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just an entity yeah, the, the government created to jerk off to itself. The feder- Just like all the rest of the them. The Federal Healthcare <laughs> Service. Exactly, okay? yeah, yeah. And that what that would happen is the that people's they would use your data against you. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, well, we recommend you have a dental checkup every three months. Yeah. But you only get it once a year, mm. so your your premiums for dent your dental screenings are going or your dental work are going to go up. Yeah, because you weren't every in there every every uh, six weeks, every three months. Every don't say premium, man. It's all year. free. <laughs> or you know your tax rate is going to go up based on that. You know, oh you we see you've been buying a bunch of junk food on your credit card. Yeah, mm, sorry, you're gonna your tax your 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 rate's going to go up because of that. Okay. But then use it as a way to sell you stuff. Oh, you can get the basic package. That's free. Sure. Basic package is free. But do you really want to cure your cancer? 
<laughs> because we have this hyper deluxe system. Well, yes, this this experimental cure <laughs> is not approved for the basic package. Right. However, if you would like to bundle your healthcare today <laughs> for an extra two hundred dollars a month, we can. It's like what Spectrum does to me all the time. Yeah. They send the little postcards trying to get me to the TV, and it's like, you fuckers, I'm yes. never, ever, ever going to pay for television. Not in my entire life will I pay my hard-earned money for television. Yeah. But, and that they send it, you know, let's like every but, two weeks. But you, 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 know, you have your basic healthcare package. Yeah. But, you know, which covers the heart, lungs, liver, you know. <laughs> then the extended package covers your dental. But, you know, and if your- you have some stomach pains... And you go click on the website. I need to make a doctor's appointment for stomach pains. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't have the digestive package. You need to upgrade to the to to to, to the the total total body package. Yeah. Right. This is looking at February here. Oh, uh, you 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 having you having uh, irregular flow. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't have the reproductive package. The reproductive package. That's right. Which, by the way, re- 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 reproductive package is for women only. Yeah, that's right. Because men don't act, men don't reproduce. Mm-hmm. Who cares about penises? I was uh, reading something uh, or, or listening to a podcast earlier today about about your penis. No, but about the <laughs> the prevalence of um, or the the frequency of colonoscopies and about or not colonoscopies, but prostate removal due to. Um, uh, a certain enzyme in the prostate that that goes up and down, okay, over time, and can even go up and down, um, month to month or week to week, and for decades now they've been basing off of if what are you high risk for prostate cancer based off of how high that, uh, that enzyme was and how the the how uh, how strong it was how prevalent it was, and we have men who've been going for surgery. And and been told they have prostate cancer based off that number when they have a fully functioning healthy prostate. It's just one more thing. Like no one wants to hear your dick isn't going to work the same way anymore. <laughs> right. So you don't have to prove to them empirically. You can just say, oh, well, it looks like you probably are at risk for prostate cancer. And they're going to throw money at you to keep their penis the way it is. Right. Because <laughs> it's their penis. It's a penis. It's the most valuable thing that that anyone can own is a penis. Right. No, no, it's no cars, no yachts, no people, just no goals and jewels. Nothing is as valuable to have <laughs> as a penis. It gives you clarity of mind. It allows you to think rationally. It allows you to act rationally. It allows allows you to see the world as it really is, as reality really is. Mm. Don't be rude. Having a penis <laughs> is the best investment you can make. Mm. And it's, 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 we need to take Everything care of our sex. Thank you, Robert. We need to take care of our penises. There is no such thing as a product. Don't ever think that there is. <laughs> it's brilliant, mate. It's brilliant. Okay, uh, so what else we need, we need to talk about? I had a couple other articles here I can pull up. Oh, was, if you're interested. You got something? What do you got? CAA. Real quick, CAA, C-A-A. Creative uh, Artists Agency, California. Hmm. Sound like some interesting folks. What do they do, Matt? So they're a talent a- agency. They're 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 ah. basically they're they're agents. Okay. 
and it's in Hollywood. Like UTK from Californication. They they represent hmm. people in in movies and TV shows. Show business. They represent people in the media, which is what they say. So yes, they represent George Clooney and Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and your Jennifer Ant- all these pe- these celebrities, mm-hmm. movie stars. They also represent athletes, which is weird. Well, that's good. Yeah, they represent. Well, they're celebrities now. They get magazine deals and stuff. Yeah, they represent represent athletes. They represent uh, just people who are famous for being famous. For instance, Caitlyn Jenner is one of their clients. Hmm. They're the largest. Um, I guess you say talent agency in the world. Okay. Okay. Definitely the largest in the United States. And they control the largest portion of the market in the United States when it comes to representation uh, for people in the media. They also... Now, remember what an agent is. Yeah. In Hollywood. An agent is the person that can make or break you. Real agents... Don't ever chase talent. Talent talent always chases real agents. Yeah. Okay. If you're if you are an aspiring actress, actor, whatever, and somebody approaches you and say, "Hey, I really want to represent you." Yeah. Don't talk to they're them. They're not the person you want representing you. Yeah. You're going to be in a no container in Saudi Arabia. They have if you no talk con- to them. They have no connections. <laughs> yeah. The person you <clears throat> want representing you is the the person that that you have to get to represent you. Right. Okay. So in the media, the the agent, the agency is the most powerful thing. They can make or break your career. They have all the connections, and they can they can book you on the Tonight Show, or they can make sure that you never have you never get booked on an, a podcast ever again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the terms we're talking about: make or break. Okay. They have a Chinese division. This CAA. Um, let me pull this up real quick. Well, that was supposed to be quicker than that. The CAA represents all sorts of people. Yeah, I saw. I googled them here. It looks like I see Clooney. I see somebody else. They represent um, people such as um, in the media: Anderson Cooper, Gail King, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert. So shitload of people. Wow. It's not just. Actors and actresses. Yeah. It's, they represent Connie Chung. Okay. They represent Bob Woodward mm-hmm. of Woodward and Bernstein. Okay. Oh, I pulled up the same thing. Okay. Wow. Is Emily it the, Blunt, is it Alec Baldwin. Is, Did you talk about the Wikipedia one? No. Hold on. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, uh, Tom Cruise. I'm just going to go down a list of their Liam Neeson, Julianne Moore. Uh, Here's a non-exhaustive list of CAA and UTA clients in the mainstream and social media news sphere. Okay, hold on, hold on. Anderson Cooper, Bill Maher, Bob Schiffer, Bob Woodward, Carl Bernstein, Chris Cuomo, Connie Chung, uh, David Kushner, Donna Brazile, Emily Vargas, Hmm. Frank Luntz, Gail King, James Corden, Jimmy Fallon, Joe Biden. You know that everything that Joe and Jill Biden do is controlled by this one talent agency? Yeah. Mark Cuban, Rob Reiner. Seth These McFarlane, are all listed on YouTube, by the way. This isn't some kind of... Stephen Colbert, Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett, Van Jones, Whoopi Goldberg, Anna Kasparian, mm. Ben Shapiro. George Stephanopoulos. 
Zank Unger, Chuck Todd, Dana Bash, Don Lemon, Dan Harris, Dan Ryan Abrams. Ryan Seacrest, Jesus. John Kasich, Jake Tapper, Jim Acosta. Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Derek Jeter, Tony Romo. This is from, from the sports section. Keith Urban, Sting, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, Shakira, Pentatonix, Alanis Morissette, John Mayer, Lady Gaga. Jesus Christ. Honestly, it'd be easier to find people they don't represent, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Now. Brad Pitt. I no. think I mentioned him. Seth MacFarlane. Vanessa Hudgens, Ryan Gosling, Hugh Grant, Tom Hanks, Tom Hardy, Ethan Hawke, Anne Hathaway. I would do a lot of things with Anne Hathaway. All right. Pause that for a minute. Stop. We're, I apologize. So we're not. Yeah. We're done. A fuck ton of people. <laughs> Both movie stars, but pol- politicians as well. Yeah. The Biden stuff is odd. Uh, right. News anchors, journalists. Yeah, because what do Joe Biden and Brad Pitt like? They're not the f- going for the same job. The fuck does a journalist need an agent for? Yeah, you go out, you find what the scoop is, what the story is, what the truth is, you report it, and then your editor posts it. Yeah. And you either get famous because you broke the big story, or you don't. Yeah. Representative, this is uh, February 29, two thousand sixteen. This is actually in a WikiLeaks. Yeah. Representative Gabbard, this is from. Uh, Michael Kievs and Darnell Strom, who run the agency. Okay. We are very... This is 2016, February 29th, right? We're very disappointed to hear things, to hear that you... She was after she resigned her position as vice president of the DNC, right? Because mm. Tulsi was going places in the DNC. Yeah. This was back when she was on the Council of Foreign Relations. Yeah. That you would resign your position with the DNC so you could endorse Bernie Sanders, a man who has never been a Democrat before. When we met over dinner a couple of years ago, I was so impressed with your intellect, passion, and commitment to getting things done on behalf of the American people. For you to endorse a man who has spent almost 40 years in public office with very few accomplishments doesn't fall in line with what we previously thought of you. Hillary Clinton will be our party's nominee, and you standing in ceremony to support the, the sinking Bernie Sanders ship is disrespectful to Hillary Clinton. Talk about Hillary. You've called both myself and Michael Kievs before about helping your campaign raise money. We no longer trust your judgment, so we'll not be raising money for your campaign. Okay. Basically, they're telling her, we're not going to help you. Now, this is somebody, this is, this is two men who run a company that is connected to the richest, most powerful, most famous people in the world. In most cases, control those people. Yeah. Right? Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Okay? Uh, uh, Gail King. Chuck Todd. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, Donna Brazil. Yeah. These are names that can control, that control what is said and what is thought politically in this country. Yeah. And there's these two dudes who are telling those people... What to say, which is why it's, it, it makes so much sense when you see a story break and everybody's spouting the same things about a story. Yeah. And literally the same script, using the same buzzwords. Exact, exact same talking points, yeah. Yes. Anyway, they're telling her, you're not going to get any support from us. You're SOL. Good luck. It makes so much sense why she's been frozen out of, even though she's incredibly likable. Yeah, she she's, really is. She's hot. She's super which hot. Which always plays well. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. smart. She has the military service, real military service, unlike booty judges. Yeah. Uh, and she's moderate enough that Republicans and Democrats love Could her. Could go for her, yeah. 
Yeah, and the libertarians will enjoy that anti-war message. Let me find this screenshot of further down the article. So this is this is some who they donated to. The two guys that run CIA. Yes. As a whole, donated almost seven four hundred seventy nine thousand dollars for HRC to candidates and PACs in twenty eighteen. Oh. So this is the twenty eighteen election leading up to the gen the the main election here in twenty twenty. Right. In that year, they donated a half million dollars. The agency itself, right? Right. To well, of course, not the individual candidates and PACs in twenty eighteen. <laughs> With Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, Beto O'Rourke, and Elizabeth Warren all getting donations. Hmm. Well, it's a nice fair spread. Oh, and CAA represents all of Joe Biden's interests. <laughs> Basically, what we see in this election and this article, and we've we known this from the, from the start, it's a show. Send me that article, though, for real. Okay, I will. It's a show. It's a scam. Yeah. It's dog and pony. But really what this article is, is really showing you is that what we've been saying since before Trump got election, elected, yeah. four years ago, what we were saying about it's just a show. Bread and circus. It's all actors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is even more evidence. Yeah, you're absolutely right. No, this is the nail in the they're coffin. Act, they're actually actors. Of what I've yeah. been t- telling people for years yeah. is that your politicians... Pelosi, Schumer, yeah, they're politicians. AOC, Buttigieg, Beto O'Rourke. Tulsi. Tulsi. Yeah. They're actors. Yeah. They are actors. They're not politicians. They act. They pretend. Yeah. They get their marching order and their talking points, and they go out and they act. Yeah. And they sell it. And that's their purpose as a politician. They have agents. They have representation. <laughs> Yeah. Who are who are connecting them with the people they need to know. Such dirty, to, dirty business, to, man. To propagate the facade of their Control. character. Yeah. Of their character. Yeah. Ronald Reagan should should have been the slap in the face that we needed, but we didn't pay yeah, attention to Yeah, we didn't wake it. up. Yeah. Is that Ronald Reagan was a character. You no, know, he was an actor, not at all a factor. He was just a, an employee of the Country Trail Masters. He was an actor. I heard, I heard the song, man. Whose character was playing the role of president? Yeah, yeah, okay. And like I said, I think I, I really think going back to other stuff I've said on the show, I think I think if we were going to set that as the precedent and just run with that, you know, as a thought experiment, yeah, I'd say the last one that tried to do shit on their own was JFK. Yeah, yeah. I mean seriously, and all the rest have just been falling. Okay, well, you're you're a good actor. Appreciate yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And and you could you can make the argument that Trump is as well, but I think that we I what, think he is, yeah. What you what you see is that he's simply controlled by another dark faction. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I think he's controlled by another dark fac dark faction. The the faction that evil is, incarnate. Well, actually, they are very conservative. They're mm-hmm. fascist, right? The complete opposite of uh, of what the left. Is yeah. Well, not completely. Do you think he's controlled by Hitler from Antarctica? No, (laughs) I don't. But he is definitely um, controlled by a certain group, and uh, they there seems to be a little bit of a faction war between that group and the uh, establishment in America. Yeah, 
And I think you. Do really- you think our lives get changed one way or the other, though? No. Yeah, no. I don't think so either. I'm really starting not to think so. In small ways, yes. Yeah. And and uh, in an aggregate over time. Well, in the mental, which apparently means so much these days that you can be like, well, my guy got it. You know? Yeah. And that does a lot for people. I mean, people people were lit- quite literally having meltdowns when he, when he, when Trump won. We yeah. we remember, you know, and we were laughing at this. But like on the flip side, we shouldn't necessarily laugh. Like people people are that invested into this this bullshit, this stage show, that they really truly think that these things affect their lives. Well, just remember, you that, know, that if you put a person in a room that's seventy degrees mm. and raise the temperature by. 0.1 degree mm-hmm. every hour. Yeah, the old boiling frogs analogy. They're not gonna. Yeah. They're not gonna notice how hot it is until they're sweating. Until they're, they're yeah out of breath. Yeah. So yes, in 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 that regard, yeah, it's it does matter, but not not in the next five years, not in the next ten years. Yeah, it may matter in twenty years, but but I think even in twenty years, it's, it's not gonna matter if it was Hillary or or Donald Trump. It's same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was the same course. It was the same. It was the same uh, ideologies pitted against each other on on a, a stage that neither you nor I have our fingers in. Yeah, you know, or have our, have our have our hands in. So yeah. Anyhow, where'd you find that? Is that a zero hedge article, or where'd you was that eight uh, chan, or what do you got? Medium dot com. Oh yeah, and Medium's a great blogging platform. It's a great way to publish stuff, actually, really easily. Yeah, and it's it's very it's very. Um, it integrates well with a lot of the social network stuff. It's easy to, to you know get to from Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. So, yeah, Medium's good shit, man. Um, and it's just people. People just write on there. And now it is owned by Twitter, but yeah, you know, somebody's got to have their 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 filthy claws in it somewhere. Yeah, you know, I think it originally was. And I think it was one of those where it was like it originally was, and they were like, "Oh wait, we'll buy that," you know. Mm-hmm. Which is my biggest, you know, because people, and even on that status this morning, and I saw some other stuff on Facebook, you know, this whole idea that capitalism is killing, no one wants, everyone wants to say socialism killed 100 million people, but the death toll of capitalism is in our faces every day. I was told that, man. I was told that. And I literally said, and I said, which is true, because it's like, we don't, we, we've bought, we've swallowed that lie so much that we don't understand. If, and if you take half a step back and look at the course of human history, the liberal message of impoverished uh, racism, all the all these talking points, um, minorities and women have never had the life expectancy in the history of the world that they have today. They've never had it. Minorities have never had the life expectancy and the wealth that they have today. They've never had it. It is quite literally, according to the numbers, never been better than it is right now. Yeah. Now, that's not to say there isn't improvements to be made. There isn't a, a path that we should forge and change things and make things better for everybody. That's not to say that at all. But this idea, it's like you said, hopefully people are just saying, well, no, I'm not, because I'm just getting tired of it. Yeah. I'm getting tired of the, you have no empathy and you're a racist. No, no, that's not true. I'm not a racist. I believe all races are equal, and and I I don't have your version of empathy, which yeah. is let me steal from you. You know, so uh, <laughs> the 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 show from MTV years ago, my super sweet 16 birthday, right? I guess it was I don't about know. it was it was about 
it was all is this rich kids. It with was the... all girls. Yeah, but then they would show up about how the girl is turning sixteen. Gets and a limo to, and all that. She wants to have the perfect sixteen bash. Yeah, and she rich parents of course, and then she gets everything she wants for her sixteenth birthday, mm. and then her car isn't exactly the car she wanted, so she has a meltdown. meltdown yeah, and there's drama, yeah. and ultimately you sympathize with her, <laughs> or you're like, oh, what a spoiled brat. Okay. Yeah. Entertainment. Yes, but why <laughs> are there people like that? Mm. There are people like that because they were never told when they were two, no, you can't have another cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when the raging liberal, yeah, the social justice warrior, the black trans woman, is told, no, no, it's a ridiculous thing to do to to put forward a bill in the Congress, in Alabama Congress, that says that all men have to be sterilized by the age of 50. Yeah. Yeah. When you're told no, that that's ridiculous and stupid, no. Yeah. They, yeah. they scream and they cry and yeah. they, they, they pound their feet on mode. the floor and they go into a meltdown. When they're told no, Hillary Clinton's not going to be president. They go into <laughs> meltdown mode yeah. because they've every, the entire way through their young lives they've been told, or even their old lives they've been told, no, that's your that's your right. You get to have that. Yeah, and it's 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 they're spoiled brats. They're and spoiled I do this brats. with my kids all the time too. Like sometimes, sometimes I will, and my wife never does this, by the way. And maybe this this goes, you know, we can have the second half of this conversation off the air. But but her parenting style. Is very much appeasement. There's a whole lot of appeasement. That's all women. But 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 then there's also like this invisible wall which they can reach where she'll she'll really get in. Now I'm not talking. She doesn't like you know throw my kids across the room, but uh-huh. she, where she gets really frustrated with their behavior. And I and I've noticed this thing that I've been doing where I'm like I'm like I'm deliberately telling them no, and 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 specifically avoiding the because I said so. Yeah, because I th- I think it's kind of bad for them to not understand because my, and, and one thing with my son, which I've noticed, he's five years old now, about to be six. One thing I've noticed with him is I have incredible success with him, getting him to take naps, getting him to get in the shower, whatever it is that he needs to do. And my wife is kind of like flummoxed by my by my success. And it's because I'm telling him every step of the way. It's like I told him the other day, what were they, they, they were doing something, you know, just kid shit. And he was, oh, no. So they have these little chairs that they do their, their school on, these just these little plastic chairs. And he had it lifted up. So the feet, all four, you know, it was like four, uh, and they were made out of steel or whatever, feet that were in the air. They were like school chairs. And he was lifting it up and he was kind of running around the house with the legs up. And I told him, I said, hey, man, don't do that. And he said, oh, well, yeah, I'm having fun. And I told him, I said, I said, if you keep doing that, you're going to swing it around and you're going to hit your sister's eye or your eye and it's going gonna, it's gonna to really hurt one of you. And he said, oh, shit, and he put the chair down because he doesn't want to hit anybody's eye. Like, and so I'm giving him all these clues all along the way of like, no, 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 this is, this is, this is why it's that way because here's a no and here's a reason why because you need to understand that no is good. Yeah. No is good to have in your all life. Consequences. Because I tell him all the time. He's like, well, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? That's why. Yeah. You the had, same thing. Because you need to avoid danger, son. Yeah. And it's, he's starting to do it with even simple stuff. I don't want to go to bed. And I'm like, yeah, but if you don't go to bed, you'll be really tired tomorrow. And then you'll be really grumpy. And it's going to ruin this we're going to do tomorrow, whatever. Because I'm explaining. I'm like, no, no, no. This is why the no exists. And it's not bad. Embrace the no in your life. It's the only way you're going to get forward. But anyhow. 
I do, I'm a racist. Yeah. What do I know? That's good. No, that's good. I, uh, <laughs> I'm a racist. It's just ridiculous, man. I'm just tired of it. And I hope, I, going back to the beginning, full circle, and we'll close it out. I really think, I really hope you're right. I hope there's going to be a pendulum swing in the opposite way. And it won't be in the way that the liberals think, which is, or the, they, I won't say liberals. I'll say the extreme leftists yeah. think. Yeah. In you which, don't think there's any change in, which, in that? No, they won't be, it won't be like literal Nazis marching down the street, lynching people and, sh- and firing squads and stuff. Yeah. That's not the pushback. Yeah. The pushback is going to tell these people the small section of the population, both the alt-right and yeah. the social justice warrior, no. Yeah. You're, that's you you are being unreasonable. Fuck off. Shut with that. up. Yeah. Yeah. You have you have totally negated any voice that you have in this conversation due to your absurd actions. Yeah. And how how absurdly you want to regulate what everyone else does yeah you we're going to mute you for about the next five years you think you think cancel culture is going to go the other way huh yeah i do yeah <laughs> i hope so man i really hope so there there has to be a pushback there's going to be a pushback i i see the pushback all the time yeah uh there's a certain subreddit i go to <laughs> i've told you about it before yeah and we recently got quarantined yeah and i see so many posts on that subreddit, not just since the quarantine before. Hey, I'm 15 and I see all the bullshit that goes on in my school. Yeah. Hey, I'm 19 and I recently broke up with my first girlfriend. Yeah. Here's what happened. Hey, I'm 22. Hey, I'm 16. Right? This generation who are in school now facing this indoctrination now realize what bullshit it is because it's gone so far and it's because that absurd it's gone so far and it's become yeah. so absurd so clown shoes that even the people who are the target the main target of the indoctrination yeah are saying are, are wait a second BS. this goes against the natural order yeah. yeah yeah it's a good point because we we might be at a natural impasse where everybody that's really hardcore into it has had a long slow because like like this girl who, even whose status i was commenting on this morning like i grew up with her like what, there was one point where we see, saw eye to eye and it was a strictly evangelical playbook right and i i obviously went with it i did and she went the way that she did about socialism and burning and all that and it's like they had the longs they had the the luxury of a long slow indoctrination i think now they're trying to do it so quick that like you said it probably just hits them like well this is nonsense this, yeah. is, this is not how society should be this is not human behavior yeah get the fuck out of here you know like because i don't want um a genderless restroom doesn't mean i hate trans people like that's that's fucking nonsense well i'm done hearing that how many how many times do you tell a a straight white man shut up yeah a straight black man is talking yeah and how many times can you say shut up straight black man a gay black man is talking yeah shut up gay black man man. because a gay black woman is talking because a trans black man is talking yeah shut up trans black man because a black woman is talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And they're realizing that's that that that's that's the that's the whirlpool that we've put ourselves in and there's no stopping it. But the the the, <laughs> the pinnacle of intersectionality, yeah, the pinnacle of the cancel culture and wokeness, social justice warrior, yeah. is you have one person at the top of the pyramid making the rules for everybody and they're black, trans, non-binary, gay, <laughs> yeah, disabled. Yeah. They can breathe underwater. Yeah. Jewish. They're Jewish. <laughs> they identify as an attack helicopter. <laughs> and and they're and there's quarter native american. Quarter native american. That's right. 
a brony on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. And there's just one, there's eventually you. Yeah. You get to the end. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I hope it happens. I really, I really hope it does. Because that's, that's one thing I've had to tread lightly with, even with my own son, because I'm like, I don't want to teach my son to hate anyone. I really, really don't, you know, surprise Colin. I know that might shock you, but, but I, I have no desire to, to pass that ideology on to my son, but also it's like in my head, well, how do I give him what's right? Because, because all of society and all of messaging is telling you, no, you're wrong. That's not, this is, this is this, up is down. Left is right. You know, war is peace. Freedom is slavery. Yeah. And it's like, how do I give it? And that's, that's, you know, I can take a step back with that and just say, Okay, I'm going to give you the tools needed to live, and you'll it's it's in you. You're you're going to say, okay, this is nonsense. This is not how we do things. Yep. Which is, I've always said, you, you do not teach kids what to learn. Yeah. You teach kids how to learn. Yeah. And they will take care of the rest. Yeah. It's very true. They may not get far in life if they're not properly motivated. Right. Yeah. Or sure. if they don't have the opportunities yeah. that other people have. Well, you just say that because you have no empathy, Matt. I know. But. <laughs> But you don't you don't teach a child what to learn. That's not teaching. That's indoctrination. Yeah. You teach them how to learn, and you let them go. Yeah. And how they get how far they get in life is then up to them. Yeah. Uh, you can start with a handicap, but if you're at the end of the race and you don't you no longer have that handicap, or that handicap is no longer slowing you down. Yeah. Then that's on you. If you start a race, if you start life with a handicap, and in our, our day and age, we, we have opportunities for you to overcome that handicap. Yeah. And if you don't overcome it, it's on you. Yeah. If you grew up in the, if you grew up in the ghetto and you never leave the ghetto, it's on you. Yeah. Okay? It's just... It's Generally just, speaking, yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. Now, yeah, you can get caught up in... Certain elements, yeah, you get hemmed oh, sure, in by yeah. it. But the fact, but but saying you can't escape, no, you can't yeah, escape. Nonsense, yeah. At some point, you had to choose. You had to choose, yeah, the easy way. And Stay you did. there and choose things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing with the empathy argument because it's like, oh, you have no empathy because you don't want healthcare. And it's like, if you saw my bank, and I'm really not trying to brag. I'm really not. I know how narcissist this sounds like, but it's like, if you saw my bank account, you would, you would realize that I'm not. I'm not speaking from that place. I, I mean, I've helped you out. You've helped me out. I've helped out other people in my family that have required it quite quite above and beyond. I mean, again, I'm not trying to brag, but it's like this idea that you hate people that don't have health care. You want them to die. It's like, no, I just believe that we should do things that are around us and not hand it over to the government. Yeah. That's it. That's you it. know? But also, fuck Matt's cancer. I'm not paying for that shit. If I he, get, he had a lifetime of cigarettes, and that's on him. It's true. If, <laughs> if I get cancer, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be fine dying from it. That's right. I've, I've, yeah. Leave what, leave the, leave the nug. That you, well, what am I kidding? A nug left after you die from cancer. If Matt's a cancer patient, you think? I mean, no, I'm gonna be, just, yeah, I'm gonna be on my deathbed. I'll have, I'm gonna to stay high. I'm gonna have death, yeah. death rattle. I'm gonna be texting <laughs> my butt, my dude. Be like, hey, bro, could come through. You think you could deliver the, to the yeah. hospital for me? <laughs> Yeah, it'll just go from from zero to sixty. Yeah, yeah. Where's Matt? Uh, it's just a fog now. It's uh, just a yeah. cloud. <laughs> anyhow, he smoked. He anyhow. smoked three grams of DMT, and he's, yeah, he just dematerialized in front of our eyes. We don't yeah, know. Just, we don't know what happened. So what's up with the cancer? Uh, we're not really sure. The cancer's there. He's not. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's just yeah, bed sheets and a. 
bloody pool of cancer. Bloody cells. pool of cancer. That's it. That's right. Yeah. Matt's ascended to the vibra- vibrational plane. Yeah. The next level. Yeah. <laughs> the, the vibrational plane, by the way, is filled with uh, rum and Rubenesque women. So. That's, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be doing a whole lot of vibrating on that plane. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's brilliant, mate. All right, well, um, uh, no, that's about it. I guess that is about it. Yeah, I think she wraps her up. Oh. Well, soft penis debutante. I am not. Thanks for listening, everybody out there in Audio Land. has a firm policy not to capitulate to terrorist demands, that no concessions policy remains in force, in spite of the wildly speculative and false stories about arms for hostages and alleged ransom payments, we did not, repeat, did not trade weapons or anything else for hostages. The ballad of the bullet, some freedom or some bullshit. Will we ever do it bigger? Just keep settling for little shit. We brag on having bread, but none of us are bakers. We all talk having greens, but none of us own acres. If none of us own acres and none of us grow wheat, then who will feed our people when our people need to eat? So it seems our people starve from lack of understanding. Cause all we seem to give them is some balling and some dancing. And some talking about our car and imaginary mansions. We should be indicted for bullshit we inciting. Children deaf and pretending it's exciting. We are advertisements for agony and pain. We exploit the youth, we tell them to join the gang. We tell them dope stories, introduce them to the gang. Just like Oliver North introduced us to cocaine. In the 80s when them bricks came on military plane. A few months ago I told the American people I did not trade arms for hostages. My heart and my best intentions still tell me that's true, but the facts and the evidence tell me it is not. The end of the Reagan era, I'm like Lemma 12 old enough to understand the shit that changed forever. They declared a war on drugs, like a war on terror, but what it really did was let the police terrorize whoever. But mostly black boys, but they would call us niggas, and lay us on our belly while they fingers on their triggers. They boots was on our head, they dogs was on our crotches, and they would beat us up if we had diamonds on our watches. And they would take our drugs and monies as they pick our pockets. I guess that that's the privilege of policing for some profits. But thanks to Reaganomics, prison turned to profits. Cause free labor's the cornerstone of US economics. Cause slavery was abolished unless you are imprisoned. You think I am bullshitting, then read the 13th Amendment. Involuntary servitude and slavery it prohibits. That's why they giving drug offenders time and double digits. Ronald Reagan was an actor, not at all a factor. Just an employee of the country's real masters. Just like the Bushes, Clinton and Obama, just another talking head telling lies on teleprompters. If you don't believe the theory, then argue with this logic. Why did Reagan and Obama both go after Gaddafi? We invading sovereign soil, going after oil. Taking countries is a hobby, paid for by the oil lobby. Same as in Iraq and Afghanistan. And I'm a dinner judge, say they coming for Iran. They only love the rich and how they load the pole. If I say any more, they might be at my door. Who the fuck is that? Staring in my window, doing that surveillance on Mr. Michael Rinder. I'm dropping off the grid before they pump the lid. I leave you with four words. I'm glad Reagan did.
six six. Soft penis debutante. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.